This is a throwdown, a showdown. Hell no, Rob Faye Nation can't slow down. It's gonna go. First offense. All the mix. Okay, party people in the house. You're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. Yeah, hustle in the house. Yeah, hustle in the house. Well, what is going on? I'm Rob Faye. Welcome to your final edition of Sports Bar Radio for the 2021 year. I am so glad that you and I have gotten together. This is episode number 150. And instead of going down memory lane where I talk about some of the guests that we've had on or some of the great moments that you and I have had together over the past, what, seven, eight months, it is an opportunity to reflect on some of the great sports moments across the board from this past calendar year. And despite COVID just gripping us as a society, there have been some tremendous moments, whether they were fans of the stands or not. And we will also talk about just the power of positivity. Heading into 2022, we're going to definitely need that. But let me get you to that one angle, that one part of the show that might be a little bit different than the rest. Let me get you to the lead. We've scoured the globe for the stories that matter to you. Okay, well, let's be honest. Rob picks most of the stories, so maybe they matter more to him? Anyways, pull up a chair and let our bartender pour you a cold one because there's a lot going on in your world today. Okay, so 2021, it sure had its challenges, didn't it? Whether it was the world of sports trying to get fans back into the stadiums or leagues just trying to get their games done, or more personal stuff like our jobs changing, our inability to see our families as frequently as we'd like, the travel. I mean, you name it, 2021 I'm ready to flip the calendars. I'm sure you are as well. And I'm hoping that 2022 has brighter days ahead. But the one thing that I will say, and I don't script this before I sit down and chew it with you, what were the lessons from 2021? And when I think back to February, it's hard to believe that it hasn't even been a calendar year. February, a lot of broadcasters in this city got their pink slips all at the same time. And I have to be honest with you, there's still some days where I sure miss this. Do you know Sweet Daddy's real name was Reginald? I love it. Yeah, if Guess my, if my name was John. Reginald, I'd change my name to Sweet Daddy as well. Guess who Elton John's real name was? What? Reginald Dwight. <laughs> this is the greatest call I think I've ever had on this show. Well, you think about that. You know, that great voice, that great piano player, Elton John, who who came out like in a blaze of lightning back in 1970, 71. Little old Reginald Dwight. Well, Jack, I'd rather go back to the hashish bust for a little bit more. Like, what happens there? You're you're walking down the street and the narcs just come and they throw you to the ground? Like, what happened? They're living in a house on DuPont Street, and this guy who's dealing, you know, somehow he, he gets in touch with me. Do you mind going? down there like uh, Queen Street and whatever it was you know downtown core pick up this package because I had to throw it away and you know kind of innocent 20 year old and so oh, yeah man whatever right yeah. and like I said I you know I was never you know, it was just my own person. I wasn't bought in, but I just, yeah. So I did that, and I got swarmed, thrown in the Don jail. My parents come down and put put up, you know, the bail. I put up their house in Richmond Hill. And I was having a good time in jail, okay? I was meeting all kinds of uh, miscreants in jail. 
I mean, you know, I got a criminal record, six months, a year's probation, whatever, and my probation officer reduced. Jack, my I think prob- they're playing you off. Who's playing me off? The, the, the orchestra's playing you off, man. The, the speech is Well, you wanted off. to hear this story. I know, but you know the Academy. They only give you a couple of minutes on stage. I'm, uh, Jack, uh, we're going to have to run. I'm sorry. Yeah, but keep up the good work, man. You're the Tom Wolf of the late night airwaves now. I'll take that. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason, and, and by the way, Jack is welcome back on this show anytime. We're going to have to work on his length of his speech there. It's never the same twice, ever. Honestly, I don't know if he heard the music, but I was playing it for quite some time. <laughs> I, it, I was fine with it. It was funny. Thanks, Jack. It was okay. All right, so let's go to a top story of the day. Jets, Golden Knight. That's why sports radio is so cool, especially the late night stuff. I know that you say that the afternoon drive guys, the morning guys, those are the big ticket items, but late night radio for me is still where the magic is. And you can have bigger names during the day parts because there's more people in their cars, but the interaction is like tenfold at night. I used to look at the numbers that would come in analytically, like all the Facebooks and all the you know streams, and the late night slot, Rob Fanation Radio, was like 20-fold, 30-fold on everybody else at that station. And that's not to say that we were better. It's just to say that late night radio has a devout group of listeners that listen in every time to every show. They know who they're listening to. I know who they are, and there's just a connectivity that you just can't find in any other day part. I miss it every day. You know, the one thing that I will say, and I could sit here and talk about how we were gaining momentum on that show, and we were, but once we got our pink slips from Bell Media, you just really didn't know where to go. You saw everybody kind of scattered, like Donnie and Dolly did their own thing. They didn't bring Moj with them. You look at what Matt Sakaris and Blake Price did. You look at what everybody did, and everybody just kind of went their separate ways to try and keep their heads above water. Now, I don't knock any of them. None of them talk to me anymore, and, and that's okay, but I will say this. It is tough. When you don't have that TSN shield behind you, because now you got to fend for yourself. I was very fortunate that I had made good relationships with a company called Hubcast Media from my time with the Vancouver Canadians, went into their offices just hours after we had all gotten the boot at TSN from Bell Media, and said, I'd love to keep this momentum going. And within a week, a YouTube show, a post game show, that gave many of my listeners a new forum and a new way to connect with me. And it was awesome. I'm broadcasting from the Hubcast Studios right on the heels of a crazy third period where the Vancouver Canucks are able to escape with a lone point despite being down 5-1 in the third period. I am Rob Fay, and welcome to the nation. Team Tank, I know, man, suck it. Because Vancouver got themselves a point. I don't know what that means in the draft lottery, but at the same time, I'll tell you what, man, for a team that is dead to rights, for them to fight back and score the way that they did, to make a game of that, to get that to overtime... I'm cool that Ella on Twitter with the best one. She was first to this one. She says, Edler with his 100th goal. Unfortunately, it was into his own net. And so that show gained a lot of momentum. But then we got into the offseason and we got the price tag for what it would take to do this season, the one that we're currently in. 
and it was just too high, and I was so worried that that was going to happen, where it was just going to be too much per show to be able to broadcast that. It was really lean times for some of our advertising partners, and uh, it just wasn't meant to be. And that's what breaks my heart more than anything, because the reality is, is we're ready to go. As in, I'm ready to go. And we could have been doing this show already, but money talks. And uh, unfortunately, in the middle of COVID, there's a lot of businesses that are a little tighter than they need to be. So on to the next venture. And this one, I think, is going to stick. It took a little bit of time to get there. But Chris Perry, the owner of this very show, said, Rob, let's get into wrestling. I said, okay. So we were going to do a documentary. And very quickly realized that we didn't have enough B-roll. Now, B-roll is action footage, secondary footage. Because you can sit there and interview a wrestler all you want. But you got to see them jumping off the ropes and in the ring and doing their thing. And so Chris said to me, he says, well, what do you think we should do? And I said, well, why don't we put on a show or two so that we can get that footage. And then we'll have enough for this you know, video that we're doing. The problem is, and it's not necessarily a problem. But I don't think either of us had budgeted for it. Or any of us thought it was going to turn into what it turned into. Is that from the logo to the wrestlers to the opportunities, we almost by accident built an entire company. So we looked at each other one day as we were getting ready to put on this show and we're like, boy, you know, this could actually be a full-fledged promotion. I had reached out to All-Star Wrestling, to Michelle Starr. I had talked to a bunch of different people just to advise me on how to do a soul card so that we could get this footage and do our documentary. And within probably what, a show, two shows? We quickly became this promotion that everybody was looking at from Ontario and Quebec all across British Columbia as, who are these new guys? And no pun intended, we came out of nowhere, dropped in from the sky at like 10,000 feet, and caught lightning in a bottle. We've got great wrestlers, we got a good promotion, we put on good shows, and uh, I got to keep on doing my broadcast thing, which is kind of part of it all. Roni's got it right where he wants him! Oh, that's disgusting! Ah, oh, he's doing it again. What is he doing? Finally disposing of Jackie Lee. Look at him. He can't, I don't know if that's from the hip thrusts or if that's from the actual throwing to the canvas. A liquored up Lothario is Tony Baroni, much to the chagrin of this crowd. Boy, Sharif has been itching to get back into this one for minutes now, but Jackie Lee just cannot get to his corner. Two count almost got him right there. And so within 15 months, I went from a professional baseball broadcaster to a late-night radio host to a certified barber, host of a Canucks post-game show online, and a co-founder of a wrestling promotion that is doing big things in Vancouver. You got to keep pushing forward no matter what's in front of you whether it's covid whether it's family problems health issues whatever it is man you just got to keep swimming because i promise you if you put in that time if you work hard something eventually is going to stick and you never know where you're going to find that diamond in the rough man listen i'm not trying to be like morgan freeman or will smith or all those people on the you know like dwayne johnson getting you all morphed up and ready to rock i'm just trying to tell you that a lot of curveballs have come your way or might even come your way in 2022. But you just got to believe in yourself. Know that you got the support of the people around you. And if they're not supportive, cut them. Like that's one thing in 2021, in the last couple of weeks, I've started to go through my social media and cut people that are negative or cut people that I don't talk with and really just try to centralize the positivity. There's no point at this stage of the game with the world on fire to sit around and have people that are dragging you down be a part of your life. 
And I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm saying that as a positive. It's time to get inspired. It's time to rebuild. Rise like the Phoenix, man. And even though I've had four different jobs in the past calendar year, it's not from lack of ability or lack of opportunity. Sometimes amidst the chaos, you've just got to close your eyes, believe in what you've built yourself to be, and keep pushing forward. All right. These are teams and individuals that have pushed themselves beyond the finish line. Let me get you to a year-end review of some of the great moments in sport. I've kept them all in that same room out back. You know the one that I'm about to take you to. Let me get you to the VIP room. You knew tonight was going to be a good night, didn't you? Guys, the ladies don't want you wasting their time. So get to the point. 10 topics, 10 minutes. Hold on to your drinks because we're about to bring you the entire world of sports before the DJ can pull out the vinyl for his next set. Welcome to the VIP room. All right, let's start with the major leagues. And of course, right now, dark clouds looming as there might be a work stoppage in 2022. But let's go a couple of months back to an organization that had really been through all of it. You think of what happened with President Trump and everything in the state of Georgia. Atlanta Braves were supposed to host the All-Star Game, but as punishment, the All-Star Game was taken away from them. So Atlanta, for everything that they had planned, everything that they had prepped for, the Midsummer Classic taken away from them simply because of politics and the temperature in the United States. But at the trade deadline, just weeks after they got overlooked for Colorado, now, all of a sudden, Alex Anthopoulos, former general manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, goes out and pulls the trigger on not one, not two, but three key deals that gets them to this moment just an out away from the World Series. Set of the Tomahawk. 0-2 on the way. Chopper out to Dansby. Dansby throws to first base. Is this happening? It is! The Atlanta Braves are world champions! The Atlanta Braves have won the 2021 World Series in six games over the Houston Astros. Pure euphoria down on the field as they're bouncing all over the infield and in the booth. I will say I don't have any connections to the Atlanta Braves per se, but it was really cool seeing Alex Anthopoulos get that World Series championship. The way that he left Toronto, the way that he's built that Atlanta Braves organization for the long haul, great young talent, and that trade deadline. The way that he went out and basically built his team, Jock Peterson, all those guys, I mean, that was as good as you'll find. And so now he's a World Series champion along with the Braves. You can never take that away from him. You know, one team the Braves might not have wanted to play in the World Series if they got there, the Toronto Blue Jays, who made all 162 games of their season memorable. And if you think about what they've been through, I mean, I will never knock the Toronto Blue Jays again, especially this 2021 season. They started in Dunedin, Florida. They moved for a part of their season to Buffalo and then finally got to play home games in Toronto. The fact that they were still able to muster up a 90-win season and go to the final game of the 2021 campaign, unbelievable. Sure, they didn't make the postseason, but they were red hot, and had they found just one more win would have been a really tough out in the second season. Bo, Vladdy, George Springer, they've got all the pieces offensively. They went out and they got themselves a Cy Young winner in Robbie Ray. Hyunjun Ryu is still one of the aces. And Alec Manoa, one of the great rookies to emerge for the Toronto Blue Jays. They are going to be very formidable in 2021. But here's a listen back to some of those key moments that made this past season so enjoyable to watch. 
Swing and a drive, left field. Stay fair ball, stay fair ball. It's gone. George Springer has given the Blue Jays the lead with a two-out, two-run home run. To right center field, did he get enough? Yes! What a scene at the Rogers Center. Shed with his second home run of the night, and the Blue Jays lead. Clay Holmes came into this game. He had thrown 67 innings, had given. I know up. with Marcus Semien and Robbie Ray gone, it's a little uncertain what the Toronto Blue Jays in 2022 will be. But if you can get that core doing what they did a season ago, you can't bet against them, even in the American League East. All right, well, let's switch to the gridiron because it was another year where Tom Brady just broke himself from the pack even further as he picks up yet another Super Bowl, but this time not in Foxborough. One more snap, would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in, you'd get to Tampa, and when the Super Bowl ended, the ball would be in the hands of Tom Brady. I don't know why we ever think it won't. It's gotten almost not realistic in anything that we've ever thought this guy just changes the mold of the way we think and continues, and there's Spagnola telling him. I have no answers for you tonight. That's what he's saying. And right here, here's Brady saying, hey. Keep your touch, he says. Here's looking at you, kid. Well, from Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things south of the border, we bring it up north for the 108th Grey Cup. Now, we know what the CFL's been through over the last year. The best team from start to finish was the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, but they had to take on a team in the Hamilton Tiger Cats who had been there a couple of years earlier and were looking for a little redemption. wasn't enough for Winnipeg, but they finally got it done. The Blue Bombers were the best before the CFL was put on hold, and the Blue Bombers are the best now. Back-to-back -back Winnipeg, Grey Cup champions 2021. Yeah, you never want to see an interception end a championship game, but for Winnipeg, it was that swarming defense, and they come up with the big play. And again, back-to-back -back championships now for the Blue Bombers, a team that hadn't won a Grey Cup in nearly three decades. So it's nice to see them with an embarrassment of riches and Andrew Harris a part of the conversation as well. All right, we won't talk about the BC Lions because their season skidded to a grinding halt, but let's move on to a team that just could do no wrong on the hardwood. A year after LeBron and company won a championship for the Lakers in the bubble, it was a full season and a coming out party for Giannis and Tentacupo. That's why you've got to concentrate on the details. Booker, turn, shoots, fires, shot won't go, tuck of the rebound. And that'll do it. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. 
The Greek Freak and the Milwaukee Bucks doing something that hadn't happened in Milwaukee in a generation. And I will say this, if you pull the lens back a little bit and you think of everything that was going on in the state of Wisconsin with all of the social justice and all of the challenges that were going on politically, for the Bucks to be able to do that and give people in Wisconsin a little bit of pride in a very bleak year um, just goes to show you the power of sport. And the fact that that franchise was able to keep their focus through all of that that is definitely a deserved championship. Well, from the hardwood to the pitch, over at the Olympic Games, Canada showing very well in Tokyo, Japan, but it was one moment that rose above everything else. It was Canada finally getting to the top of the podium in women's soccer. Julia Grosso from Vancouver to win it. It's crazy because we work so hard for one another and so just to do it, just like all the hard work has paid off. There's a group of vets on this team that have been through a lot. You know, we've both on the field, off the field, we're going to be best friends forever. Past the United States, past Japan, past Sweden, again to the top of the world. Christine Sinclair with 303 caps. The question is what she will do for an encore. Well, from Canadian soccer in the Olympic Games that were so good, we've covered so much. Baseball, basketball, football, the Stanley Cup champions were the Tampa Bay Lightning. But let's finish up in the octagon. For Conor McGregor, it was a year that, uh, well, he just couldn't catch any of the breaks. Snapping his leg against Dustin Poirier early in the year, and yet Mystic Mac still had a lot to say. Obviously stopped in a horrible way. Give us your thoughts on how it was going. I was boxing the bleeding head off him, kicking the bleeding leg off him. You was with doing to close the distance. This is not over. If we had to take this outside with him, it's all outside. We don't give a He said that he believes that one of the kicks that he checked is what broke your leg. There was no check. There was not one of them I checked. Your wife is in me DMs. Hey, baby, hit me back on my chance later on. We'll be on the after party to win my club, baby. I got to be honest with you, I have always been a Conor McGregor fan, but that whole business with Dustin Poirier's wife just tarnishes his legacy. He used to be a two-division champ, and even though he's getting his head kicked in and his legs are snapping, you'd love to see him finish with a bang. I would love to see him finish up with Nate Diaz and then call it a career, but it looks, and these are just rumors and speculation right now, reports saying that Conor McGregor might get into the ring with Jake Paul and cash in as opposed to cement his legacy in the octagon. Well, one lady who cemented her legacy with just one fight, Juliana Pena, who shocked the world. Yeah, man, getting Amanda Nunez to tap out. I had to watch it twice just to see, A, how it happened, and then rub my eyes and believe that I had watched it. It does, and Joe Rogan said it right. It does become one of the greatest upsets in sport, much less the UFC. 
All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you for an unbelievable 2021. I do want to say to Chris Perry in particular, I don't know if you're listening to the show today, but thank you for everything. To you and the staff over at Equity Guru to give me a place to prop up and continue to do what I love more than anything, which is broadcast sports, to have a forum, and to be able to support my family. Thanks to you guys is something I will always remember. And hopefully in 2022, we can keep doing great things. My thanks to you as well. Thank you for listening, logging on, sharing, giving me positive feedback, even the times where you don't agree with me. It's okay. That's what sport is. It's about conversation and getting to know each other a little bit well. So please be safe this holiday season. We're almost through it. We're almost into 2022, and hopefully those are brighter days ahead. But for today, enjoy your new year. Thank you so much for your support. And again, please subscribe, review, like, share, whatever we can do to keep building this thing up. You've been listening to Sports Bar Radio. I'm Rob Faye for the final time in 2021. Take care. You're listening to Sports Bar Radio with Rob Faye, brought to you by Equity Guru. Equity Guru, investment information for millennials and madmen.